Sandy D, Queen of Podcasts Zen. Join me as I interview inspiring and creative women who are living their passion, finding balance, and making an impact around the globe. Come discover your inner Zen. Find balance while growing your business. Tap into your creative flow. Explore holistic health and spirituality. I'll share tips and tools for living a more peaceful, inspired, and balanced life. Relax, recharge, be inspired. Feel free to connect with me at All Things Relax Studios. Thanks for listening. Now let's get started. Hello and welcome to our show. Today it's going to be a really brief episode because guess what? I am kind of preoccupied because I'm going to be, what I'd like to say, an almost empty nester. My younger son is heading off, can you believe it, in 12 days off to college. (laughs) Well, actually in 11 days, he and I are driving up the night before um, because moving is like 8.30 in the morning and it takes on like four hours to get there and I'm not leaving on the crack of dawn. Not doing it. I just wanted to come on and reflect. Um, maybe some of you out there have already gone through sending your children off to college, or maybe some of you um, have that to look forward to. But as a parent, it's kind of an exciting, I don't want to say scary, it's not scary, but exciting, but not even anxious. I don't know how to describe it. Maybe excite, exciting time. It's not like I've never sent my kids off. You know, I have an older son who went off to college. Um, So I've gone through this before. Uh, But this is like, you know, to me, the younger one always will be kind of like, I don't want to say he's a baby, but you know, he's the youngest one. So and I've always sent my kids from a young age to go off and, you know, stay with my mom for a couple weeks in the summertime. Um, They've traveled alone to go to France to see the French side of the family. Um, And this, this son of mine, I won't give you a name, but uh, my little Sagittarius, because he's a Sagittarius baby, he's even gone like to go fly by himself to Turkey in order to get to Greece to deliver medical supplies. So I am very confident that he will do fine. He's very independent, very um, motivated and ambitious. So I'm not worried about him. I'm just, you know, more like, oh, well, I'm going to miss him. Uh, luckily, In this day and age, you can easily video chat. So, you know, that's nice. But I have to, like, prepare myself. Like, he's not going to be as available as he, you know, would be before because he's going to be busy between making new friends and doubling down and, you know, getting to to work in college and all that. But um, I'm excited, though. Overall, I'm excited for him. Um, you know, but I'm, I'm a little tired out though, because it's just a lot of sort of juggling lots of things at the same time, right before, like all the preparation that is involved when you're sending your child off to college. So if you, I don't know if you've, if anyone out there has done this before, but you know, it's making sure like (laughs) your little baby (laughs) has all the things they need. And I keep kind of pulling back and reminding myself where he's going to be going to school, like right up the street, there's, you know, all kinds of places like, I don't know, more stuff than probably where we live. Um, But up the street, there's like a Target, I think he said, Um, you know, grocery stores are close by, I don't need to be 
worried if he doesn't have everything. And again, in this day and age, you can pretty much order whatever you want and in like within two days, Amazon will deliver it. So it's it's not, I think, as stressful as maybe it was back when my mom sent me off to college. But yeah, I've been, you know, busy trying to figure out what what, what is it he's going to really need. So I think we're pretty... We're pretty much set. We're almost there. He just needs to kind of pack it all up the right way. But, you know, the usual stuff, you know, like sheets and stuff and, you know, making sure it's like the twin extra long sheets because the dorm beds don't take just regular twin sheets. <laughs> um, making sure, you know, we got them, you know, nice bedding and all that stuff and towels. What's really exciting, I think, for him, but I don't know if he realizes how much work it really is, is... um in this particular situation, uh, these dorms actually have in the suite, each suite. of So there's like two rooms with two per room. So the suites have four students. And in suite, they've got a kitchen, a full kitchen without a dishwasher. So that'll be interesting. <laughs> so where he's going to be going to school, I think there's a place where they can, like a cafe where they can get food from like 830 to 4 but he is definitely going to need to be cooking dinner. And I think it's something he's going to enjoy doing. Um, He doesn't usually end up doing as much cooking as I think he probably would like to, but I think he's going to enjoy the independence of being able to pick what he, what he's going to eat and actually, you know, you know, take the time out and, and make his own food. So that's, you know, whereas with the other son, it was, Oh no, you're not even on like, there's no like kitchen available all the time, like no kitchen available in your room. <laughs> and he had to take a meal plan with this particular, with my younger son. There isn't even a meal plan that he can buy. So he has to like be responsible for meals. So I think that'll be a good, a good thing for him actually. And he'll enjoy that. And, you know, just as a parent, I think like, and this is something that my kids have, you know, sort of learned as they went along in life because their dad and I really didn't believe in babying them, per se, I would say. Um, I wouldn't say that we're particularly strict, but we were just, we would always say, look, you need to, you know, become a responsible adult. And so I would say some of the things that, you know, parents think about, okay, as they're sending their children out into the world is like, you know, basic, the basics, like learning how to advocate for yourself, like learning how to speak up if, you know, like in class, like if something's not clear or learning how to speak up and say something, don't be shy. Or if, you know, something just isn't right, you know, not letting people step all over you. And that's something I'd say my kids are pretty good. My younger one's pretty good at doing that. Um, He's really blossomed, I'd say, over the last couple of years in that respect. Then there's also like financial literacy because some kids are used to having, you know, mom and dad, you know, bank of mom and dad paying for everything but my kids from an early age have learned like there's no bank of mom and dad um if you really want something go work (laughs) so um and the younger one is really ambitious he's just been busy working at his part-time job even during the school year and then like this summer he's been doing like the part-time job and taking on another part-time job so he's been doing like you know working at like Target and doing DoorDash and he does other like freelance photography work he does all kinds of stuff and 
He's he's responsible. He likes to spend money, but he knows that he has to earn it too. So, and he's been very responsible with managing a credit card. So, I kind of anticipated last year. I'm thinking, okay, he's going to be going off to school before you know it in the blink of an eye. And here it is. Here's the blink of the eye. And I was thinking he really needs to have not just a debit card, but also a credit card, a true credit card, and start building credit. And also, some places don't always take just debit cards. So last year, he got one of those, you know, unsecured, no, secured, sorry, secured credit cards where he had to, like, set aside, like, I think it was, like, the $500 one where you set aside money and the bank kind of uses that as, like, you know, guarantee that, you know, whatever, you're going to pay it back. So at the end of this, like, year, he'll end up getting that $500, like, back, like, access to it. So it kind of forced him to save some money, too. But all I had to say is he's already got that financial literacy, I would say. Like, he was very diligent with following up on financial aid and asking questions where he had questions and just wanting to understand, like, what is it he'll be on the hook for? Because, you know, he has to have some student loans. And just, like, understanding, okay, it's important to, you know, finish up his degree and you know he's here he has like his career kind of mapped out but with this one I've had to say to him that's wonderful it's great you think you know what you want to do but I've had to say to him don't be afraid to explore while you're in college and also it's really okay to change if you start this and you think oh I really want to do this I want to do this career it's okay to pivot and to change so um I think this can be exciting for him. Uh, he's really excited because he finally got to also connect up with um, his roommate. There were So there's four kids total, including himself. And he had already met two of them at orientation. And they decided, oh, let's room together. Then there was the fourth um, student who he hadn't had a chance to connect with. And so um, when he wasn't hearing back, I said, you know, you might want to just like reach out to the housing people and see if there's some other way they can connect to let them know that you're trying to reach them. And it turns out, like, I guess the student was on vacation and hadn't gone to orientation yet. And so they were saying at the university that that's probably why the student didn't have access yet to his email or something. But they reached out and they connected. And um, it was, you know, really nice. Um, I think he's going to have a really good year. He's got a good roommate from what it sounds like. So... And, um, yeah, the only roadblock, and no pun intended, but the only roadblock we've really kind of stumbled on, which would just happen at the end of the week, is um, when we were originally looking at, okay, which school does he want to go to? We had asked around about, all right, how does it work if you have a car and you need to park? And some of the information we got was inconsistent, and so now he's being told he can't park anywhere at all at school. Um, so we're still working through that and maybe we have to come up with an alternative solution, but you know, my kids worked really, really hard. Like he paid for his car himself. Like mom and dad didn't buy the car and uh, a used car. And to him, it's important. It's, you know, independence, it's freedom, but it's not just independence. It's being able to know that if he needs to get back down here, um, because he found out in order to maintain his part-time job, he does need to come down every couple weeks and put put in like I think it's like an eight hour shift or something or if like there's an emergency in the family and he needs to get you know get somewhere soon 
honestly, with what's going on out there with the airlines today, I do not trust that you can just hop on a plane and come home or go see his grandmother. So, you know, I somehow we will make it work. But yeah, and I think it's almost interesting that he came up, that that roadblock did come up. And again, you know, no pun intended, but this is what's happening. I think it's good for him as a life lesson to see life doesn't always go as you planned. And even even if you took the steps, which we had, we had asked, is there, you know, ample parking? Even when you take all the steps and you plan ahead, sometimes, you know, like the information you're given is not consistent or not correct. And sometimes you have to course correct. And I think it's a good life lesson early on to have that. So, um, and then as far as, you know, like when you're sending your kids off to college and, you know, know the joke is all about like the freshman 15 or 20 pounds or whatever. Actually, he's looking forward to if he does gain more weight. But um, as far as like just, you know, fitness and stuff, he's already got a really good regime as far as like likes to go work out and you know, it's not even just for the physical part, but I firmly believe that, you know, physical activity is also good for your mental health as well. So I see he's off to a really, he's going to be off to a really great start just with some of the habits he already has. Um, so I'm excited, you know, I'm going to miss him a lot. <laughs> I'm sure he'll probably give me a funny look if he hears this, but Really, I'm going to miss him a lot, but I'm really excited for him to see what he ends up doing um, in college. So, um, yeah, I'm curious if you've already sent kids off to college, how your experience was, how it went, or if you've got kids that are still younger, what is it you're either worried about or, I don't know, curious about, um, you know, feel free to reach out to me um, either over on LinkedIn or you can reach out to me over on Instagram, so over at All Things Rock Studios. Uh, I'm going to cut it short now because I have to go back and just kind of wrap my head around the fact that (laughs) I'm an almost empty nester here. Anyway, until next time, take care. We appreciate your support. Cheers. You have a voice, and it deserves to be heard. Hi, I'm G. Wright, producer and rock star media trainer. I'm on a mission to help authors, coaches, and creative entrepreneurs share their story and channel their inner rock star. Join me and Sandy D., the queen of podcast zen, in our rock star media training program. Speak with confidence and clarity and connect with your audience. Join the band today at allthingsrelaxstudios.com. You've been listening to All Things Relax with Sandy D. Relax, recharge, Be inspired and step into your power. Sandy D, the queen of podcast zen, would love to hear from you. You can connect with her on Instagram or Facebook at All Things Relax Studios. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time.